Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of Music and Medicine. We have a very entertaining program for all of you this evening, and this is actually a very special program this evening where we actually are celebrating and honoring our class of 2022, the graduates, whether it's high school, college, graduate school, or, or kindergarten or first grade, we're, we're celebrating the achievements of all of you graduates out there. And congratulations, you've gotten to this point uh, thus far in your lives based on a lot of hard work and, and dedication and determination. And, and so uh, with that, really, I, I thank you for being here. This evening, we actually have a very special guest uh, with us um, and a very special musical guest also. Um, our, the guest that we want to bring on now is uh, Dr. Julian Earls. Uh, he's a, a PhD, and his accomplishments are, are many. I mean, just mentioning his name, um, is he doesn't really need an introduction. His name uh, is uh, stands for Excellence and Quality and Accomplishment. Just the mention of Dr. Julian Earls' name. You can actually find an outstanding biography on Wikipedia, and you have to be really someone special to have a, a bio on, on Wikipedia, I can tell you that. So, so Julian Manley Earls uh, is an American physicist who worked at NASA for over 40 years. Uh, he's been awarded two NASA Exceptional Achievement Medals and was inducted into the Presidential Rank Award of the Senior Executive Service by both Presidents Bill Clinton and George Bush. Um, his uh, profile talks about how he um, achieved um, his rank of uh, PhD physicist. Um, he has a long history uh, during the course of his education of studying mathematics and participating in science fairs in high school. He studied physics at Norfolk State University. That's where he earned his bachelor's degree uh, in, in physics. Uh, he actually happens to also be in the Kappa Alpha Psi uh, fraternity. Uh, he was inducted in that fraternity back in 1963. Uh, he completed a master's degree at the University of Rochester uh, School of Medicine. After graduating, uh, he spent time at the Brookhaven National Laboratory. Um, he actually achieved his doctoral degree in radiation physics at the University of Michigan. And I mean, it's just unbelievable. He actually has an endowment that provides financial support to black students at historically back black colleges and universities. Um, uh, he, he then went on to um, um, work at NASA where he actually uh, achieved a number of first. Um, not, and, and I didn't even mention the fact that he uh, received a business degree from Harvard University. So th th this guy is just uh, remarkable. He's remarkable. Every time I hear him speak, every time I'm in his presence, I, I learned something. Uh, during his career at NASA, again, I said he, he held many firsts, and he included this included him being the first African-American man to be appointed section head, office chief, division chief, and deputy director. Uh, he wrote the first two NASA health physics environmental resource guides. Um, I believe, yeah, he actually participated in, in um, um, the um, some of the um, Apollo, the Apollo 13 launch program. So, um, we're going to hear, uh, this This is really a special treat for all of the graduates out there, their parents and, and others, uh, teachers and others. Um, uh, Dr. Earls has committed his uh, his uh, professional life also uh, to, to uh, mentoring uh, students. 
uh, after he retired from NASA in 20 in 2005, um, he actually joined Cleveland State University as executive in residence. Uh, the Alabama A&M University appointed uh, Dr. Earls to the Board of Trustees in 2005. Uh, so again, the, the list of his accomplishments are impressive and go on and on. Um, but with that in mind, I actually want to bring my co-host, uh, Mr. Jerome Brown, onto the stage at this point. Hey, hey, Jerome, how you doing there? Man, it's an honor. Jesus Christ. We haven't even seen the man. And you, you, oh, man, all the accomplishments, man. It made me think of any of the greats that we read about historically. And then you could put Dr. Earl right on in there and it'd be the same. It's, it's ridiculous, man. Gee whiz. I'm learning something today as well. You know, they, they, they need to actually build a uh, erect a statue of him. Out, maybe they already have outside of NASA. Uh, like they have, um, you know, Jim Tomey, like, like Hank, you know, you know. Hank Aaron and all these people, you know, Michael Jordan at the United Center, you know. There's no doubt about it, man. Yeah, and and yeah. well-deserving. Give, oh. give him his trophy while he's here. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, so, um, doc, Dr. Earls, um, actually, before we bring on Dr. Earls, uh, Jonathan Branch, uh, our, our other cohort uh, host. Um, hey. Hey, hey. Good yeah. evening. Good evening. Yeah, yeah, remind everybody, Jonathan is a nurse. Works at Walter, the great Walter Reed Hospital. Um, so how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Dr. Maudlin, Jerome. Yeah. And uh, and it's a it's an honor to meet Dr. Earls. And yeah. I, I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Actually, so outstanding. So um, our, our um, musical guest is um, Rich Luck. Rich, why don't you go ahead and join us real quick? I'm here. Gonna, hey, thank you. You're going to be performing for us a little bit later. Um, but it was interesting. We were going, you know, the, the, the group of the, the group, you know, Kayhawk Productions, we were talking about, you know, which entertainer, which artist we could, you know, bring to the uh, the platform uh, to entertain our audience. And they said, OK, how about uh, Rich Luck? And I actually had heard your music, but I hadn't actually never seen you perform any videos. Yeah. I said, I don't know this guy. Who, who's Rich Luck? You know, um, and then I spoke to you. I, I, it's funny because I called you and introduced myself. You go, Dr. Monley, you don't need to introduce me. You've been my, I've been your patient for like 15 years. You, you operated on me. But, say, but then I, I, st I still didn't rec recognize the name Rich Luck. But then you re you reminded me your name is actually Rich Lackey. So that, that's why exactly. I didn't put two and two together. But your stage name is, is Rich Luck. Um, you know, we're going to hear some great performances and you'll be able to tell the audience where they can hear your music and, and see you perform live. So uh, let, let's bring on Dr. Earls. Uh, all I can tell you is that it's an honor <laughs> to be introduced by my hero because my father <laughs> has been one to whom I've looked up to and appreciated for all, all he's done. Because my philosophy has always been for those people who rise to positions of power and influence and fail to use that power and influence to serve their people, they don't deserve those positions. And Dr. Modlin, your position of power and influence, you've used that always in service of our people. So that's why I've always admired and respected you. And that, that introduction is longer than any comments I might make. But I simply <laughs> tell you that uh, my mother, only went through the eighth grade, my father through the fourth grade. They grew up in North Carolina and Virginia, and they had some of the most profound lessons that served me well. They used to say you should get enough education so you never have to look up to anybody and then get a little bit more so you'll be wise enough not to look down on anybody either. So I don't let people get all these degrees and come around me acting sedici 
if you will, because <laughs> I know the true value of people. And that's <laughs> the message that I give to graduates is that they should always lead with humility and make sure that whatever they do, they use their talent, skills, and abilities in the service of others, like Dr. Modlin has been a role model for us. Thank you. I'm, I'm in awe. I mean, to have you on the program and then to have you, you know, compliment me like that, it really means a lot. And, and to hear that from you, it just makes me want to provide even a greater service to the community. So so thank you. I'm, I'm in, in total awe of those comments. Uh, what, what you just said is a, a great message. I mean, uh, to to the graduates out there, the, the twenty the class of twenty twenty two, you know my daughter actually uh, Sarah just graduated with her master's in public health um, from Thomas Jefferson University in, in Philadelphia. She received her bachelor's degree in biology from the College of William and Mary. That that's Sarah uh, there at uh, her graduation picture. Um, you know it's interesting. We played uh, the song Pop and Circumstance. Thanks, uh, appreciate it very much. And I'm really, you know, we're all really proud of her. Uh, it's funny, at her graduation in, in Philadelphia, you know, normally you go to a graduation, you hear pop and circumstance. And actually, that always brings some some um, tears to my eyes, quite frankly. Um, but I, I felt that she was robbed. You know, we were robbed because they, they didn't play pop and circumstance at her graduation. They had three bagpipe players, which I didn't really quite understand, you know, <laughs> but um <laughs> But also, Dr. Earls, uh, yeah, Sarah, she's actually a marathon runner also. Um, and I know you've you've run, what, 75, 80 marathons or something? Well, I, I, I've only run 27 marathons. Oh, only. Well, only. Uh, only. <laughs> but, uh, but your daughter will tell you that, that runners have a saying that is the will to win means absolutely nothing if you don't have the will to prepare. So the day of the marathon is not the true test. It's doing those training runs that really test your mettle and get you ready for that. And that lesson translates through all aspects of life. And your daughter will tell you, just like all marathon runners, that the preparation, proper preparation prevents poor performance. That's another 5P lesson that I learned from one of my professors at Norfolk State. Again, phenomenal advice, and and you know I, I hope those students out there are you know have a notepad. They're 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 recording this because I mean you're you're hearing it from um, someone who's accomplished more than I can even uh, dream of accomplishing. You know during my lifetime, you know a lot of it's about success. And, and again, I, I I'm going to remind the audience I'm not trying to sell you the book, but I I, I wrote a book, a success tips book. It's called Isn't Difficult to Do if You Know How to Do It. It's actually a compendium of knowledge, wisdom, advice I, uh, was, that was imparted by me by, by my parents, um, Charles and Grace Modlin. Um, <coughs> lessons I learned on my um, journey in becoming a kidney transplant surgeon and, and practicing um, as a physician and, and surgeon for a number of years. Um, you know, you, you mentioned, Dr. Earls, that your, your parents never had a chance to finish their education. Uh, my father never had a chance to finish. He had to drop out of high school at, at, in the 11th grade to go into World War II. Um, my mom was actually an elementary school teacher. Um, I have a picture of her. She um, made the decision with four small kids at home to go back to, to college and uh, become a school teacher. She wanted to provide, you know, make a better life for us. That's me in the center. Um, and and my, uh, my sisters, my three sisters and, and my uh, nephew over there on, on the right. Uh, but that, that was the day that she uh, received her um, um, teaching degree from Ball State Teachers College. Uh, 
I have another picture of her. Um, yeah, that, that's uh, she was, a, I think, a third grade teacher at that point. Um, but I remember she took me up to one of her night school classes. Uh, I was six years old. I was running up and down the aisles and she grabbed me as the class was getting ready to start. She introduced me to the class. She goes, this is my son. And one day he will be going to college also. That, that, that was when it hit me that my parents had placed expectations on me uh, to perform to the best of my abilities and to respect my teachers and others, um, you know, at, at school and elsewhere. So I, I think we have to place a lot of expectations on, on you know, these students. And, and obviously, uh, we have a lot of successful students out there who have graduated. We're proud of them. And they understand um, that people, there are people behind them who have helped facilitate their successes and um, that expectations have been placed upon them to, to do the best to their ability. So, um, um, Jerome, um, you know, what, what are your thoughts? What, what would you like to say or make some comments to the graduating uh, class of 2022? The graduating class of 22, 2022, um, this is a very trying time. You are one of the most important generations to come because you are going to lead us out of the turmoil to the sunshine, if you want to say. So keep in mind, there are people around you that count on you. We count on you. And from our end, if there's anything that you need, we will not let you down. You have to be willing to accept the advice. You have to be humble. You have to stay focused and keep your mind clear. And most importantly, whether you go to church or not, walk with God. Very, very important. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm speechless, you know, Jerome. I mean, yeah, th thank you for those heartfelt words. Um, you know, my parents were both very spiritual and they instilled that spirituality within me. We, we can't go. We can't go it alone. I mean, Quite simply, we cannot go it alone. We, we're all going to need help at some point also. Um, you know, I know I know, Dr. Earl's going to attest to that. Jonathan, you can attest to that. I mean, you've achieved a lot of great things, you know, taking care of those veterans out there, Walter Reed. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it wasn't it, it's, it wasn't an easy feat in becoming a, a nurse. You know, I, I can tell you that. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, and, and it continue to work. I mean, you're under a lot of stress as you were on the front lines of the COVID pandemic. And, and yeah. you know, we appreciate you for your sacrifices there. So any words for the graduates? Well, um, when Jerome gave us this assignment, I had a buddy out in uh, when I lived in Denver uh, some some time ago. And he used to always say the only thing between you and Hollywood is bus fare. <laughs> and, you know, and I used to always wonder, what does he mean by that? Does he mean that Denver's not that far from Hollywood? But then but then I. Um, it to mean that you have to take advantage of opportunities and any opportunity that you find feasible and especially opportunities that that you are passionate about so so my really my only advice for the class of 2022 is to hang in there life is full of uh, twists and turns and and as i learned from a uh, comic book um back back when i was a kid always expect unexpected you'll make mistakes and it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it but my overall advice to the class of 22 of 2022 is 
just to be a good person. We need more good people. Indeed. And actually, that's indeed. My, yes. So, so you you actually said something that was very profound and and, and um, taking advantage of opportunities and, and it's actually um, to have those opportunities in the first place. A lot of times has to do with the decisions that you make or, or you that you don't make. Um, Absolutely. And you know, I was thinking about that even before the program. Uh, there's a, a poem that I always refer to. Actually, I used it for my, my college applications, medical school applications. Uh, it's a poem by Robert Frost called The Road Not Taken. I'm, I'm sure many of you have, have heard about that. He actually wrote that in 1916. Um, so I would actually recommend to the graduates out there or, and other students to um, pull up that, that poem from uh, the Internet. Uh, it starts out with two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveler long I stood, and looked down as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. It, it basically means um, a lot of times we have choices in life, and, and it depends on which decision we make in terms of what our, our life um, experiences will be. Um, and, and one that, that these graduates have, have already made is to uh, pursue their education. And, you know, this is Music and Medicine, a, a program called Music and Medicine. And the reason why we're, we're talking about uh, and, and honoring the college graduates, uh, you know, one thing, of course, as Jonathan can attest to and Dr. Earls, we would like to encourage more and more uh, graduates to pursue uh, the STEM professions. You know, whether it's medicine, chemistry, physics, you know, like Dr. Earls, uh, you know, has championed. Um, but one thing that we do know is that uh, the more education an individual has, and, and there's data and science to back this up, that the better quality of life uh, you will have. You have better uh, economic opportunities, uh, financial earning, earnings during your lifetime, you know, if you're a high school graduate and also if you're a college graduate. And the more financially secure you are, you know, the more uh, employment opportunities you have, that actually also translates into better health, uh, uh, lesser incidents and many of the chronic healthcare disparities that we've discussed. And it actually even translates into a, a longer lifespan, longer longevity and a better quality of life. So, so education does relate to your overall uh, opportunities for health and wellness. And again, I'd like to applaud the graduates because to get to this point, they've made a decision to uh, place uh, their education as a priority, and we hope that they continue to do that. So, um, Mr. Luck, Mr. Lucky, so um, would you do us an honor, our audience an honor, um, and, you know, entertain us a little bit? What, what, what do you have for us? I, I picked a song called uh, uh, The Impossible Dream. And that's what I that's what I think I'm, I'm going to lay on them today, because it's a heartfelt song and it's a song to let you know that no matter what your dream is, don't let nobody stop you and to reach and to reach as high as you can to achieve your dream. Thank you. Very important. Wait a minute. Thank <laughs> you. 
to dream the impossible dream to find the unbeatable foe to bear with unbearable sorrow to run where the brave dare not go to right the unrightable wrong to love here and chase from afar to try when your arms are too weary to reach the unreachable star this is my quest follow that star no matter how hopeless no matter how far to fight for the right without question or pause to be willing to march into hell for a heavenly cause and I know if I only be true to this glorious quest then my heart will lie peaceful and calm when I'm laid to my rest. And the world will be better for this. That one man scorned and covered with scars still strong with his last ounce of courage to reach reach to reach the unreachable star Yeah, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. And on that note, I'd like to say, listen, to all you graduates, whatever you do, remember this. Remember this. Nothing is impossible. And the first two letters on impossible is I'm. I'm possible. There we go. Very, very profound. You have a beautiful beautiful voice. voice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, 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 Rich, um, how can your audience find um, some of your your music? Um, where, well, I got I got some I I got some a few pieces on on YouTube. I wasn't one of the guys that was putting a lot of stuff on YouTube because I, at the time I was just going all across the country performing with my group, and lately. Uh, for the past two years ago, a little over two years ago, my wife passed. And uh, 
for some reason, it took half of my heart. And I really didn't have the desire and the drive to sing anymore. So I started singing gospel. I started writing gospel songs and started singing gospel. So I'm just really getting back to the point where I'm going to start uh, trying to give it a go again because I know my wife wouldn't want me to stop. Uh, she's knocking down pictures and turning stuff over in the house every day because I sit here in this house every day. I've gained 40 pounds over the past two years because I won't go out. And I, I'm, I was like, I, I'm suffering from broken heart syndrome, but I'm coming out of it in a way. And I think uh, I'm doing a memorial for her. Not a memorial, but a to honor her. I'm going to honor her uh, on the 26th of, of this month at BMM Express. I'm going to have my group come out there. I'm going to have Maisha Godfrey, the girl that sings the Tammy Terrell. We do the Tammy Terrell and Marvin Gaye tribute. We're going to be out there at on the 26th at the BMM Express, 5100 Mayfield Road at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's on a Sunday afternoon from 3 to 5. And that will be my first performance back out really doing something. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for for being here. You know, we know it's very difficult, and and what you've been through. Uh, actually, broken heart syndrome is a, a, a true um, medical condition. A lot of people don't realize that it's not just yeah. a slogan. It, it's it actually it's real. exists. It, it's real. It's real. As a matter of fact, the guy, the the teacher, one of the teachers mm -hmm. that got shot in Texas, her husband actually had a heart attack with broken heart syndrome. He died after that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Absolutely. So in your song, you talked about you, one thing you mentioned. And again, that, that, that would be a great graduation song um, um, at, at a number of ceremonies. Um, um, that, that would be um, something that you could do in the future, you know, at, at some point, if uh, if you you know so intended to do to go around it and sing that at different uh, graduation events. But, but you mentioned in, in the, some of the lyrics uh, to fight for what's right. Yes. And that, that just reminds me, um, you know, one of my favorite um, quotes from from the great Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Uh, he said, our lives begin to end the moment we remain about we remain silent about things that matter. And, and Dr. Earls, um, you know, mentioned that also. Um, my father always told me that it's my responsibility to use my education that I've been fortunate to have received to get back to the community. And, you know, one thing that one message that we want to relate uh, to the graduates that Dr. Earls had, had suggested also is, is uh, that we want to, them to use their education and talents to, to give back to the community because there were people behind them who made sacrifices and provided opportunities to open doors and, and, and blaze trails and, and pathways so that they would have these opportunities. Um, so we don't want them to forget about uh, the community and forget about those people who actually facilitated their successes. Exactly. So, so yeah, so Dr. Earls, um, you know, with success comes a lot of challenges. Can can you tell us? And again, I mean, you you know, we we know that uh, you you've trailblazed, and and can you tell us maybe some of the 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 obstacles or challenges that maybe the, these some of these young graduates may may experience on, on the next stage of their lives? Well, without question, and although you and I encourage students in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I also encourage them to not forget that they are human beings. I tell all my colleagues in these technical disciplines that you can have all the technical knowledge in the world at your fingertips, but if you're not a caring human being, you're the most dangerous creature on earth. 
and the most unfulfilled. So using that technology in the service of humankind is especially important. And you mentioned your father, who was not formally educated. And back to my parents, they were not formally educated, but they were not uneducated. They were self-educated. So we must always look to those people who've gone through and paid their price without having the opportunities we have. My dad used to say to me that education without common sense is like a load of books on the back of a jackass. <laughs> you have to choose between education and common sense, choose common sense. But I encourage young people to strive and struggle to get both. And my mom used to say that you should live your lives such that even the undertaker will be sorry when you die. And I tell people that's a challenge because a friend of mine, Charles, you know him, who's an undertaker, doesn't sign his letters sincerely yours. He signs his letters eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> my message is really that. <laughs> In the process of getting your education, making sure that you respect those who did not have these opportunities, and that places an obligation upon you to make sure that you do the things that those people sacrifice for. It, it drives me up the wall to hear young people saying that they are not going to vote, that it makes no difference. And when we think about all the people who suffered and died for us to get that right to vote, and you know that today more than any time, exercising that right is, is very, very critical. Very important. Yeah, I mean, cr critical. Very important. important. Yes, very important. So, Jerome, I mean, you, you mentioned that we're, we're going to be there always um, to su help support, uplift, mentor, yeah. sponsor, you know, the, these young people. I, I know you actually have your own organization, a not-for-profit organization, yeah. uh, where you mentor a lot of young people. Can you tell us a, a bit about your, your organization that you have? Well, what we do and what we've noticed is it's a problem with just general items at the household level. Uh, where these kids are coming out of. Um, you're talking about soap, stuff that me and you can go and buy. Okay, we're talking about deodorant, toothbrush and toothpaste. Uh, your dental hygiene is very important to you even being a, a kid. You can't even sleep properly if you have a toothache. Um, so then you're not resting, you go to school, you're, you're, you're just not learning. It's not conducive for learning. So we make sure that we provide those essential needs to people all over the city. And we, ch we choose the worst places on purpose because those are the places that Red Cross doesn't get to or that the, pro the products sit, sit in a warehouse. We are direct to consumer in, in a sense. We go straight in to where the problem is. There's no middleman and we can witness exactly where it is going to. So. Uh, this Juneteenth, we're doing a ride for our city community give back. It's a citywide give back where we're taking about 20 to 25 cars. We're filling up our trunks and our back seats with uh, all your essential goods, toilet paper, toothbrush, toothpaste, hand sanitizer, uh, washing powder, washcloths, socks, you know, things of that sort, that nature. And we're going to uh, the treatment centers. We're going to the homeless shelters. And we're also stopping at throughout the projects as well, the gas stations and stuff like that. So we're going to just collect what we can and we're going to give out what we can and we're just going to do the best that we can. So that's the name of the organization is from the Soul Foundation. Okay. 
So actually, I'd, li I'd like to participate in that that car caravan. You know, fill up my trunk full of uh, you know important items that these these people are going to need. Yeah. You know you, what you're talking about is there there are a lot of um, social circumstances that that certain people find themselves in, which, which makes it difficult for them to focus, concentrate, and and pursue their dreams. And, and you know, one of the things that um, you know we we know exists that a lot of kids um, don't even feel that they have a right to dream, to, to, to think big, um, you know, to, um, you know, quote unquote, make something of, of themselves, of, of their lives. I actually just um, read a book recently, and I'm going to read it again because it was so profound, um, called Permission to Dream. Um, the author is Chris Gardner. This book, you can, you can read this, sit down and read this book in a, in a day, but, but I'm telling you, this is a, a life a changing book. And I highly recommend that the graduates out there read this book, Permission to Dream by Chris Gardner. It, it just, I mean, the, the, the genesis or the, the, the theme in the book is that we, the older generation, have to instill a sense of self-esteem and self-belief so that these kids, these young people, or older, even older people, will realize that it, it's within their right. They actually have permission to dream, to aspire to, to something greater in life. They have a permission to, to have goals and, and, and pursue those goals. So uh, that, that's a very important uh, message to the graduates. So yeah, you, you've graduated, but there are going to be many obstacles, op, you know, roadblocks. Uh, there are going to be people who um, either unintentionally or intentionally um, try to obstruct your, your progress. You need to uh, be aware uh, of some of the pitfalls, road you know roadblocks uh, that may that you may encounter in life. And again, I mentioned that I wrote a book that actually includes uh, techniques um, whereby you can actually uh, learn in advance some of the techniques to get past uh, your roadblocks. Um, but again, there's there's also a lot of mentors out there. Dr. Earls, myself, uh, Jerome, you know, uh, Nurse Jonathan Branch, and, and others. Uh, we're, we're here to uh, provide, um, to be a resource for you. Um, so doc, Dr. Earls, um, are there any particular books uh, off the, t and, and, you know, we didn't ask you this uh, in advance, but are, are, are there any particular books that you might recommend uh, students um, that they, they get, acquire, read? You know what, and, and I, I try as hard as I can not to recommend books to people because I don't want to uh, to sort of impose, but there's one book that I really believe that every African American should read and study. The book is called The Warmth of Other Sons by Isabel Wilkerson. Isabel Wilkerson. That book traces the migration of blacks from the South to the North starting in the 40s all the way through the 70s. And the point she makes is people talk about the largest migration being people coming from other countries. But the largest migration was people moving from the south to the north. And she goes through the lives of four African-Americans and just traces their beginnings all the way through uh, the eventual deaths, if you will. But there's so much to learn about what our people have gone through and their struggles and their lessons in there that just just are so moving and so profound. So 
that's one book that I really do encourage uh, everyone, young people, seniors, everyone to, to, to get that book and read. I've read it a couple of times and every time I find something new in that book. Can you tell us the name of that book again? It's The Warmth of Other Sons. Okay. And the author is Isabel Wilkerson. Okay. 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 I pulled it up here on, uh, on my Amazon. <laughs> and I'm going to actually order it right now. <laughs> so you'll be pleased. Absolutely. You, you will find an African-American physician in there and the trials he went through in the military where he was not allowed to treat white soldiers and how he his journey from Georgia all the way through Hollywood, California, uh, where the only position he could get there was collecting urine samples for an insurance company when he first got to California. So and there's a story in there for all of us. They would have rather died than had that man treat them. That's that's saying a lot. Yeah, it's true. And Mr. But, Brown, yeah. tell you something. I can't yeah. compliment you enough for what you've done. I'm in a group and we've adopted the Kenneth Clement Boys Leadership Academy. And just the kind of thing you're talking about discovering in that that community of boys there and opportunities they don't have. We we just a few weeks ago sponsored those uh, boys on a trip to Washington, D.C., funded it for them so they could get down and go through the Capitol. And many of them had not been outside of a 10-block area of their home. So I can't compliment you enough for what you're doing. And my son down in Macon, Georgia, is, is a physician. And he goes into the schools doing just what you're doing. And one thing he told me was what was so fascinating is they took neckties in there to the class and taught the boys how to tie neckties. And they thought that they were going to have to turn the neckties in when they were through, and they let them keep the ties. So uh, I'm singing your praises because you are blessing. You truly are blessed. Yeah, thank yes. you, uh, Jerome. Yes, absolutely. Yes. We have more work to do. That's all I say every time. It's um, when it's authentic, uh, it doesn't matter what you have to do. It's just a job requirement, you know, to get the job done. We are de we are dealing with defeated teachers, not the teacher in the school, the teacher at home. And so you have to break the the chain, the cycle of a defeated teacher teaching the child to be defeated. So this is a massive project. We can't forget about the mental health of the parent as well yes. see what happened what's happening is they say ah no child left behind but the the parent that's been be beaten battered down is the one that ends up having the substance abuse the the physical abuse on the child you know things like that so this is not just a one-sided thing we have to address everything if we're going to fix it you know so that's just what i believe in yeah absolutely right. so in in full disclosure, you know, Dr. Earls mentioned a, a doctor that took urine samples. I am a urologist, so one of the one of my subspecialties is, is dealing with urine. So um, it, that, that's a good thing. <laughs> we we can actually make a lot of diagnoses by by uh, analyzing you know people's urine 
in, in the old days, doctors used to actually taste it to see if whether or not the patient had diabetes. Oh, Ooh. boy. We, oh, we don't do boy. that. We don't I do that, that anymore. I heard that. I yeah, heard that. Yeah, it, it's true. Um, it, it, it tastes kind of sweet. It tastes like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, Russell uh, works with K-Hawk Productions. He's our producer. Um, I think we did we um, ever get that um, surprise picture? I almost forgot to show it. Is that something that we can? Um, then the, uh, that's the road not taken. There, there's another picture. I don't know if you got it or not. Um, if yes, that's it. You, hey, <laughs> hey, Dr. Earls. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have hair, huh? <laughs> you look like a movie star right there, you know? Hey, at that time you were sitting at that desk, Dr. Earls. I'm not sure what month that is. <laughs> But uh, I was born in 1976, so that show you where I was at, you know? <laughs> I've got well, things in my refrigerator older than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, uh, uh, on June 3rd, I just celebrated my 60th wedding anniversary. Oh, my bride. Well, congrats, congrats. Congratulations. 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 And actually, hey. 19, uh, 1976 was the year that I joined the Army. Oh, wow. I joined for the I joined for the bicentennial, doing the okay. bicentennial. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Jerome, I have a pair of boots from either 1974 or 1976. I used to wear it in jazz band. Still, still have them. You know. Now you got a pair of boots that's older than me too. Huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, rich. Um, yeah. So so rich. Um, do you have anything for us uh, for our audience? Any more music? Uh, the other thing, by, by the way, you are—you're not just a singer. You're—you you—you write music and you produce music also. Yeah, I write music also. Uh, what what I would like—I would like to suggest that all the graduates, if they want to read something that will kind of help them along, is a book called "You Are a Champion: mm -hmm. How to Be the Best You Can Be" by Marcus Rashford. Rashford. And another one is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Great book. And out of all the things that I, I'm going to say today, I'm going to say it. I don't know if I'm out of line for saying it, but everything each one on this panel accomplished, they did not accomplish it without the grace and the help of God. Amen. So through your life, you carry God with you wherever you go. Amen. Wherever you go, you carry God with you because God is the reason that you're going to be successful. God is the reason that you're here right now today. Yeah. The poem Footprints in the, in the Sand, a lot of times when you're struggling or going through trials and tribulations, a lot of times you may not realize he's with you. But then, you know, there, there's only one foot set of footprints in the sand. That's when he carried you, you know. As, exactly. Yeah. So he, he's right there with us. And, and you know, Dr. Earl or. Dr. Earls, um, I mean, you can attest to this. I mean, we, we talked about trials and tribulations and, and um, Rich, you, you talked about how your wife is knocking pictures off the wall and everything. That, that's true. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're still with us. I'm and, telling you, yes, it is. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I told a, a story before of how I, I realized at my mother, after she passed, um, you know, she, she sent me a signal that, that I know that she was proud of what I was doing and wanted me to continue and persist. In my work, th those are real signals and signs. They're, they're not, yes, they are. not just yes, your imagination. Yeah. Yes, they are. So any, do you have another musical um, piece that you uh, might be able to perform for us? 
uh, I, I didn't, I don't know what I got on this. The one I wanted to do, I, I didn't bring up. Well, what we can do, what we'll do is direct people to your website. You have videos on there and then. Um, like I said, a lot. I didn't post a lot, but I'm on and YouTube. I'm on YouTube as Rich Lucky does Marvin Gaye. Rich Lucky does Motown. Okay. So, yeah, we, we encourage people to, to check out your YouTube channel, Rich Lucky, and, and a, lot, a lot of phenomenal, uh, there's a lot of footage on there, live performances, yeah, outstanding. Um, so, so we basically just wanted to thank everybody for tuning in. I, I thank all of you for being um, with us, my, my co-host, uh, Jerome, Jonathan, uh, Rich. I mean, phenomenal performance. Um, again, very inspirational. You may want to take that on the college graduate uh, circuit. <laughs> You know that that song, um, and and, well, and yeah, Dr. I'm Rose, I'm I'm, yes. I'm gonna bust you out now, Doctor. <laughs> for, for five years, coming to the office, I know he puts on a lot of events, and I kept him. I said, Doctor Marlin, I said you ought to get me to come sing on some of your affairs or something oh, like that. Okay. I've been bugging him for five years. Okay. Five years. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, sometimes I forget, you know, as I get older. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> But we're, we're going to have you back on. We're going to have you back on and we're actually going to come see your live performances. And, and again, we know what you're going through. So, it, you know, it, it wasn't yeah. easy for you to be able to be here with us. And, and, it wasn't uh, easy. No. But but remember, help help is available. Any, anything you need. I mean, you can call me and, and uh, it's not a sign of weakness. And we've, we've talked about this on the program before. Our people understand more than ever now the importance of addressing our mental health. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're here for you. I mean, as, as friends, as, as professionals, um, you know, myself, Jonathan, Russell, exactly. you know, we're, we're all here. So thank you. Years. Thank you so much. Thank you. So uh, don't, you know, make an appointment to see me. Uh, you know, you got to get your, your checkup, you know, so. All right. But, yeah. But I wanted to thank um, Dr. Earls also for your, your wisdom. Again, every, every time I, I hear you speak, it's, uh, it, it's remarkable and exceptional words of wisdom and advice uh, that you carry with you. I mean, you're, you're a trailblazer. Uh, I wasn't joking that they need to erect erect a, a, a statue in in your honor uh, outside of NASA and and other places, Cleveland State, your, your other places as well. So, um, you know, thank you for your your um, you know scholarship, your your mentorship, um, and and giving back to the community. You continue to give back. So when when you don't have to, yeah. So um, you know, with that in mind, we want to say uh, congratulations to the graduates, the twenty twenty two graduates. We look forward to the successes that we know you're going to have uh, in your lives. And, and yes. uh, again, we, we need you to to succeed. So yes. uh, with that in mind, we're going to go ahead and, and uh, you know, close out. And uh, you know, thank you, Dr. Earls. And thank you, Rich, for sh uh, sharing your, your musical talent with our thank audience. You. And we hope thank to see you. everybody uh, for the next program, Music and Medicine. And spread the word. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Shout out to my daughter, Sarah, 2022 graduate.
Congratulations, Earl. Congratulations. Hey, Dr. Earl. That's, that's a million dollar mustache, my man. It's <laughs> been 79 years, my man. 79 million dollar mustache then. <laughs> Thank you, Russell Johnson, for producing the show and K-Hawk Productions. K-Hawk 2. So I can really appreciate this as an old trumpet player. This is a great trumpet part to play right here. Violins, the orchestra. French horns, trombones, euphoniums. And that's not easy to play, I, you know. Yeah. For you college presidents out there, you always have to play this song, Poppin' Circumstance, at every graduation. Gotta right. High school principals. Kindergarten teachers. <laughs> Not bad types, right? Not bad types. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta send these kids off the right way. Twenty-two graduates. We yeah. Salute. Absolutely. Absolutely. All 